welcome to track number 20 of Wiser Serpents. We give our hearts to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Masters of self-defense. Most snakes will not attack you. Like we are, is he unlike maybe a hyena which would come in through this door? And try to grab one of us and run, of, run away with one of us. A snake was not likely to come hunting us. And when we come, it has entered the room and it's looking for somebody. And we are all running away. If you leave it alone, it's not likely to attack you. But if it feels threatened, it will rise up. And strike you in such a way as to kill you. It only kills. The next one is masters of a reputation. Even though most serpents are harmless, they have developed for themselves a very good reputation. 
of being dangerous to meddle with. Especially from the self-defense point of view. That because they are so um, dangerous to tackle, most people will prefer to leave it alone. If I brought a terrible snake outside there, most of you will prefer to go home without handling it. Is it not true? Psalm 118, verse 10. All nations surrounded me in the name of the Lord. I will surely cut them off. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I will cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They were extinguished as a fire of thorns. Hallelujah. God is saying he will extinguish them as a fire of thorns. Wow. I will surely cut them off. You pushed me violently so that I was failing, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation. Amen. So, what we are saying is that as a pastor and a minister, you must develop the art of self-defense. And you must have a good reputation for defending yourself when it comes to certain things. You must know that no. If you mess around I will mess you up. Anything be made any straighter? Is it possible? No. Let me give you a few things you must defend yourself against. Number one, we must defend ourselves against disloyalty. Amen. If you are a pastor, you must learn to defend your church and protect it from disloyal people. Amen. If you do not, it is like making a big farm and then subjecting the farm, allowing the farm to be run over without building a fence. Initially, when we had our cows on the campus, you see, we did not build a fence. So one day, somebody came and took half of them away. Yeah, that is why we have the church growth has not happened with them. He brought a car and put grown-up cows and took them away. Yeah. Are you listening to me? So, there must be protection. Now, Anybody 
people start a church. Recently, I had a pastor. We told him, he said, when you are a pastor in Lighthouse, if one day something occurs to you to leave the church, do not start a church near our church where you have been a pastor. Because if I have been a pastor of the church, okay, and I am, if I have been a pastor of the church, are you listening to me? And I am in one place with you, preaching to you all the time. You will begin to like me because I am your pastor. Alright? So if right now I say that I am living Lighthouse or I am living First Love and I am forming Second Love Church. Okay? And so those who say they are the pastors of First Love should stay in First Love. How many of you follow me to Second Love Church? Exactly. This is what happens. And so, if I also locate my second love church near the first love church, all the first love church will be empty and be finished. So, if ever you want to leave the church, you have to just leave the church. But when you leave, leave the church intact. And the way you do that is by not doing anything to disturb the church which you have been building. The Bible says that I should not make myself a transgressor by destroying what I have built. Because when you build and you destroy, you make yourself even a madman. Today you come and lay blocks, tomorrow you break them. Tomorrow you lay blocks, tomorrow you break them, like that. Every day you have a new idea. Do you get it? So even in America, when you are going to have a clinic, a start a clinic, do you get it? And you have worked for somebody. Because somebody may set up a private practice and you, he needs more doctors because he has a lot of patients. So then he sees you as a brother from Ghana and he says, oh, come and be my doctor. Uh, come and work here. So you work from Monday to Friday. He owns the whole thing. So from Monday to Friday, you are in the clinic. And most of the people who come to the clinic get to know you. And going to see a doctor is quite, at a point, personal. Sometimes you go to the hospital and say, oh, Doctor, Hosei, whatever, is not there. Oh, then I'll come. Well, he's gone on leave. I'll come next week. No, I'll, when is he coming? He's like, that's the person that I want to see. It's quite personal. Do you understand? Sometimes it's like that. Not everybody will just be switching indefinitely between this person and this person and this person. Like that. Yes. So after some time, all the patients know you. But the owner, who is maybe older and not so active, he comes only on Thursdays and Tuesdays in the afternoons. Do you see? But you are there Monday to Friday and it's like he, he made an opportunity for you to work and even help you to get your green card and all that. Now you have an idea. I'm going to start my own clinic because monkey, they work, babu, they chop. I'm the one with this man. He comes only on Tuesday and Thursday. And, and I am here from Monday to whatever. So then you go and start a clinic just across the road at the next place, then all the patients 
who have been coming to that clinic, which they, 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 they call Beatles Clinic. They've been coming to Beatles Clinic. And they've been seeing you. And now you have moved next door to go and start Cockroach Clinic. And now all the Beatles Clinic are now attending Cockroach Clinic. So in one move, in one move, you actually destroy the practice, the business, the economy, the livelihood, and even the, entire, the life of the person who helped you to get your green card, help you to be established, help you to know and to even know people. In one move, you destroy everything that the person, and he wishes he hadn't seen you before or met you. So in America, they sign contracts that you cannot start a practice less than 10 miles, which is 15 kilometers, which is like from Accra to Kaswa and beyond. And that is what we are saying. When it comes to a church, and we have a lot of churches, and you are the pastor of the church in the church, we rarely visit you. You are the main person there. So if you are the pastor, all right, and one day you decide that I don't want to be in Lighthouse Chapel, but I want to form Glory Tabernacle International Ministries, G-L-I-M, Glen for short. You see. And we have left you as a pastor in a branch. Do you see? Now you start glory, tabernacle, okay, G-T-I-M, okay, G-T-I-M. <laughs> and since we have not been coming there much, and we trusted you to be there, all the people know you. Isn't it? So when you move to Glory Tabernacle, all the members of our church, because they know you, like I said, if I'm moving to Second Lab, you will all come to Second Lab because as I've been with you, I've won your hearts. Do you understand? So when I move to Second Lab, it's oh, we are, we are in Second Lab Church. We are Second Labers. So when you come to first lab on Sunday, you see that it's empty. Because everybody has moved to second lab. And I wash my hands like Pontius Pilate and I say I have done nothing wrong. But Pilate, you cannot wash your hands. He took water and he wanted to wash his hands. And he could not wash his hands. You cannot wash your hands of that thing. You give Jesus up. That's why the Roman Catholic Church says, crucified under Pontius Pilate. And not wash your hands of that. You are crucified and conscious by So, you have pastors, wonderful pastors whom we have known, and some of them have done this thing. We have some pastors who did that in Tema. In Tema. Lighthouse Tema, Shiman, specifically. They did that. Started a church, and all along we didn't even know they built a church building on the side. And that's why pastors are supposed to pay tithe. But when you go into it, you find out they, was, they stopped paying tithe and started transferring their money to go and do something else. And then when they move, they move with eight pastors, twelve pastors, all the shepherds, all the instrumental. And, and in one day, the church gets finished. 
We have another pastor in America who did the same thing in Maryland. The same thing. And the pastor in Zurich who did the same thing. And when he was doing that in Zurich, I said, do not do this thing. It will bring a problem in the church. Don't start a church near our church. Because you have been there for five years. The people know you. And my members will be in the church. And I told the pastor in America the same thing. You can never have my blessing for, what, for that thing. And that is why the Bible is teaching us that the wisdom of a serpent is the wisdom of self-defense that although I may be lying quietly down, in the day that you try to touch whatever, you will see a different character. You thought I was a rubber hose lying there. You thought I was a rubber hose. I wasn't saying anything because I'm a master of silence. I didn't say anything. You don't want me to say it. I will say it. And I will warn others that it is not a blessing. No matter how much you come to come and do that. And we will not support it. Because if we support it, every pastor will now say, I am also living with the congregation and living with the congregation. And Lighthouse will be left as an empty shell. Because each pastor has moved away with the congregation. So, the church and the pastors must be strong in defending themselves against these people and against this kind of activity. The pastor in Maryland, the pastor in Zurich, the pastors in Ashima, and the pastors who have done these things, I am just falling short of mentioning their names. But I'm mentioning their location. And I have no apologies for that. Yeah. And I'm saying that once we are building a church, you must know, you see, where your livelihood depends. Like you have built your practice. All the patients, they are your patients. You've allowed the man to come and sit in the hospital and meet all the patients one to one until they are falling in love with you. And they now know you personally. And it's like me, they see me as a relegated old relic who is tired and doesn't come around much. And now you have won their hearts. You step out. It is an illegal thing. It is unlawful. And I know some churches, when pastors did these things, after some time, they allowed the pastors to come back. And then, as if they're making apologies with the bishops and whatever, and say, oh, don't worry, it's, it's all the same church, it's all God's work, and so on. And in the end, what happened was that the culture of treachery and breaking away of churches became established and accepted. And so most of the pastors did that. Until that church today, one church I know has almost no branches. Because every branch and every pastor who goes there does that thing, comes back later, oh, Bishop, you know, kneel down, oh, you are Father, here's an offering, this and that. You perish with your offering. You perish with your offering. You perish with your offering. Your offering perish with you. Your silver perish with you. That is what Simon said. Take money. Let me offer you silver so that you, you give me this power. I said, you, you perish with your money. Yeah. And I'm telling you that, you see, as we are moving around silently, but my enemies, they don't like me at all. As you see me now laughing, we are talking, and so those who are my enemies, they don't like me at all. But I'm not a good enemy to have. I'm not a good enemy to have. There are some people, it's not, it's not good to be enemies with them. It's better that they are on your side. So that I see some people talking, I say, hey, this person should never be against me. But the way the person talks and says, hey, 
Today this person switches sides. It will not be easy at all. <laughs> so I'm teaching you these things so that you also be against and say, no, don't do that. You know, if I open a carpentry shop eh, and all, all the customers come for my furniture, I've got a special rounded chair that I make. Everybody in town wants that rounded chair. I have the secret. Then I've employed you to be my rounded chair manager. And all people are coming for my settees, my chairs, my bed, everything. And I employ you there. I give you exposure. When people come to the reception, I don't even go there myself. I say, oh, see to the guests. See to them. Take them around the showroom. Let them see whatever they want. And you keep doing it two years, three years, four years, until you know all the customers. And they, they are regular customers. And then gradually you start to build your own shop on the side. You understand? And you start telling them that, oh, you know, you can come to the side. It will be much cheaper. It's the same people. It's myself. I'm moving there with all the, most of the capitals and so on. I'm moving with me. And one day, in one day, you quench and cumsin somebody's entire carpentry business, which he allowed you to be part of. Yeah, this is what orangus do. And we call them orangus because they are beasts. They are treacherous and they are beasts. Yeah. And we'll fight it and oppose it and curse it. Me, look, there was some time you can go and get a tape. I place a curse on all these things. It's not today that I will curse these things. One day the Lord told me, speak a curse. Because he told me, you have no other power left. So speak a curse on that thing. Yeah. Because when you are older, it reaches a point you have no powers. You, you can't even go there. Some places they feel that, oh, the pastor does not have immigration papers to come and stay there. Because he's the one who is staying there. He's the one who has papers for that country. That's why a lot of churches don't have branches in so many countries. Because after some time, the pastor who has got the German visa and the pastor has got a, a stay to stay in that country because he knows you can't come there. And then when you come there, three weeks you have to go back. And he knows that you cannot get a stay there. You cannot get any Ghanaian or anybody to come there, to come and stay there. He would just flex his muscle like that and say that the name of the church has changed to Glory Tabernacle. You are a thief. And you are, you are not being kind to somebody who has been kind to you. Because you see, everybody needs somebody to introduce him. When Saul went around breathing threats and hurts and was killing people, when he got saved, it took a vision, a specific vision with a specific address. Go into the street named Straight. And see, you will find a man there. His name is Saul. And anoint him and pray for him. I will show him how much he must suffer. If it was not for that vision, nobody would have gone to this Saul, dangerous person. And when he got saved, he started confusing the people. And when they were going to kill him, they put him down to a basket in Damascus. And he ran away back to Jerusalem. When he got to Jerusalem, he wanted to join the church. And people said, this man, we only remember the killings. Of this man, it took Barnabas to come around and hold him by hand and introduce him and say, This man is called Paul. He's the good brother. Don't be afraid of him. I'm telling you, I recommend him. And Barnabas, you know me all these years. I say he's a good brother, accept him. And then he went, Barnabas introduced Saul 
Otherwise, nobody wanted to hear of Saul. Nobody wanted to see Saul. There is always a Barnabas and somebody who will hold your hand and say, from today this person is a pastor. This is the pastor here. This is the whatever. My, the pastor in Zurich, he was, when, I, when I, I pointed him, I had a message saying, that is doing wonders. Because the, the, where the church he was at before, they never believed that he could be a pastor. Some of you, you know you will never have been a pastor. It is wonders. It is one is called wonders. Wonders. And what do you do with the wonders? What is your reward? How do you pay back? How do you pay back for the kindness that has been shown, for the respect that has been shown to you, for the goodwill that has been shown to you, for the, 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 the public support, even though you have mistakes and you have sins and other things, it's as if they haven't seen it. Some of you are not prayerful, but we are still... A, I know that you are not prayerful. That we are still going to appoint you as pastors. I know that you are not prayerful. That's why I said this is a prayer camp. To help you to pray. Yeah. So, please, every one of us must be like a sleeping snake. When these issues of disloyalty and whatever come up, that is where you spring up. You see, you are lying like a rubber hose. That's where you come up and... And your internal powers and everything you have, it comes to bear against treacherous people. Yeah. You're coming up with stories. After some time, you want to come up with stories. This you want to say, you want to spoil people's character, you want to destroy people's lives. All these people are not acceptable. You see, you must know how to defend yourself against disloyal people. When David was there, and even though David wanted to be the king, when they brought news, two men came and said, Saul is dead. How did he die? So we were there, went this and this and that, and so we went there and so on. David called and said, Fall on them. He said, Fall on these people. He said, You have killed yourself. You have killed yourself. You think I will accept you? you? You have killed the king. You have killed the king. You are bringing bad news about the king. You think I will accept you in my house? You who know how to kill kings. Am I also not a king? Am I also not a king? You know how to kill kings. I should accept you. You see, that's why it's the same thing I, I'm saying to you that when you are having a land in front of you and that land you don't till it, it's like you don't respect what is in front of you. And you rather go and admire something else. It's the same thing. Instead of being loyal, you are becoming disloyal to what you have. And trying to do some other fantastic things. You know? So my friends, I am sharing with you something very, very important. We must defend the church jointly against disloyal people. Now, new churches can be started. That starts from one man. There's no doubt about that. A new, a new church, let's say Priscilla could get up and say, she says, new Priscilla, international ministry. I don't doubt that. But if a new church is going to start, it should not destroy Lighthouse. And it should not destroy First Love Church. You can start your new Priscilla ministry. Glory Tabernacle. No problem. It may be a great thing. And that is why 
We don't even curse you. We don't even curse you. There are certain curses already in operation. I don't, I don't have to give any new curse or say, I curse this person what he has done. No, I don't do that. There are things already in the system. Yeah. They are in the system. That are protecting the church. So, either you become a builder of the church or a destroyer of the church. Which one do you want to be? Now, Lighthouse provides, or First Love Church provides a platform for a lot of people to become ministers. If you destroy Lighthouse, a lot of you will not have the opportunity. And unless you have a Barnabas who introduces it, this man is called Chris what? Agbozu Akover. Agobo. Yes. Chris Agbosu Agobo. This is a good man. Startup is a good man. I recommend him. He has been working. This and this and that. He's a pastor. I like him. I say, ah, lighthouse. Oh, Chris, whatever. Great. That's it. Then nobody thinks again. Nobody thinks twice. Nobody thinks twice. When Yongi Cho invited me to speak in his program, and, his, and even people saw me in his magazine. Then people started to invite me to places. I didn't know them. Most of the places I ever went to invite strange countries that I've been to. I never knew them. I don't have any connection. Nobody in Ghana ever introduced me to anybody. But when they saw that you were recommended by this person. Wow. Are you listening to me? So we must be masters of self-defense. Are you going to join me to defend the church? Look, if the church was not there, you will not, have, you will not be here. You will not be here. You will not be here. You see, the church is a very important thing. It's worth defending and worth fighting for. It's worth having some enemies. Yes, and that's why God has given you certain weapons. So that even though you look silent, and even though you look like you are sleeping, in the day that you are provocated, in the day that you are provocated, you see something. And people will say that. Hey. I thought you were quiet. I, I thought you were a nice guy. I say, yeah, I'm a matter of silence. But I'm also a matter of self-defense. That's what gives you a reputation. Yeah, a reputation. Now, these people, they don't like such things. So, lighthouse people, they don't learn this thing. You know. They are shepherds and they are sheep. <laughs> they don't joke with their sheep. Oh. When take one of their members now, it will be a big problem. We like our, mess. We like our sheep. We like our members. Hey, we shall leave even one for you. I met a pastor, you know, one of these pastors who broke away. He told me, he said, I've been to the website, your website. I said, and what did you see there? He said, and I saw that Lighthouse has 1,200 churches. I think at that time it was 1,190 1, uh, something. That's almost 1,200 churches. So he said, one church 
this one, just leave Zurich for me. I said, I should leave Zurich for you. I should leave Zurich for you. I will never leave it for you. I will never leave it for you. If you have four children and somebody comes to visit, and when he's going, he's taking one of them. You have three left. Let me take one. I've taken one of the children. You have three. Will you leave? Will you leave it? Why have you closed the windows? Are you feeling cold? Open the windows because I'm feeling hot. In every marriage, one feels cold and one feels hot. I told you yesterday. Open, open, open. That's why we built the campus here, so that it's natural air conditioning. Natural. Are you listening to me? Are you ready to defend the church? Yeah. People who criticize and speak these type of words make comments. There are people with words. Hey, they have sarcastic comments. You hear them say, hey, I'm one of the dad, dadites. <laughs> are you one of the dadites? They have words, though. They have wild words. Are you a sheep or a shepherd? We have doctors who will be doing ward rounds. And the professor was, are you a sheep or a shepherd? Have you seen the light? Have you seen the light? Lighthouse. Uh, have you seen the light? It means, are you in lighthouse? Is it right? Is it right? And they have words. One branch pastor, when he saw his bishop, he started facing him. Instead of allowing us to run the church, you are micromanaging things. Micromanaging the church. From afar. You tell us we should preach this. You tell us we should read this book. You tell us you are micromanaging the church. What do you mean by micromanaging the church? You see, and we must rise up and fend off such dangerous wolves. Drive them away. And you must be wilder than me. I must be like an old man who is just moving around like this. But you must show the wildness. I have to even come and save all the orangus. I said, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Eh? Don't do that. Why? I love the person. Why? God, brothers. Eh? Then you will last that one. Why? What are you doing? Are you not brothers? Another one. 
around, they will spoil the whole child. I say, they are wicked. Come, you. Do you remember one day? Archbishop. He came to my office. He came to your office. What did he say? He sat down. Sit we, down. We were in a meeting and a few bishops and bishop himself was there. And he went out. Bishop went out of the office, his main office. So we were all sitting there. And there had been many discussions. We had gone around the church to the den office and so on to see the church, different aspects of the administration of the church. So when Bishop left the place, Archbishop sat down and he began to look around. And he, he just shook his head and he said, he said this in three. He said, so um, the place was quiet. I mean, just a meeting between Archbishop and Bishop himself. So he had left. So we were just waiting for him to come back. So the place was quiet. As he was looking around, he had gone to the church everywhere, different offices. He realized that his church could have also been as powerful as what he, has, he had come to see. Except that Orangus had taken away all the meat in the soup. means these people have done something very bad to me. It means they have taken all the meat from the soup and they have left him with only the bones. Don't pay. They are very merciless. They are wicked. 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 Nina means all. Not that they left one piece of meat. And they have only left bones. Bones, you know, sometimes when you are preparing some types of soup, you need bones to flavor it. But you are not going to chew the bones. So they have left only the useless part to it for him, and they have taken away all the meat. Again. I tell you, we all became quiet. I was just shocked. Hey, what type of problems are these? <laughs> I, I, I could not wait for Bishop to return because I didn't know what was coming next. <laughs>
So you can tell them, your behavior will never be approved. We'll never bless you. We'll never never send you with a blessing. You'll never have the Father's blessing. Because you are destroying the Father's house. The house that the Father has been building. You are partly destroying it to build your own house. When I I built my house, I didn't break my Father's house. My Father had a house. I didn't go to a house and break a section. And use it to build my house. Ah. Take the kitchen out and take I mean, some parts of the house and remove the furniture. Take some of the windows out of the house. Because I say I'm building a house. And take the gate. How do you say it? In Kwafua? These people have done something bad to me. Those of you are wicked. They are wicked. 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 So, you see it very well in somebody's medical practice. And what I'm saying happened in America. They have practice and that's why they have, they take you to court and sue you. Because in one, just one day, that doctor has no more patients. No more income. Just because he met you. And he helped you. And that's what happens in the church. The church is finished. Because the pastor's life depends on the church, depends on the members, depends on the tithes, and everything about the church depends on that. And you've taken the people away and left only bones. Yes. These bones students, the bones uh, members, we don't know who they, they were. Who they, they are. <laughs> bones members. Don't pay members. <laughs> What is a Dompe member? Huh? A member you cannot crack. So, defend we must defend, if you are wise as a serpent, we have to defend ourselves against disloyalty. Alright? These are the ways to defend us, some of the ways. Number one, miscellaneous, unidentified, and undefined ways. Because people who feel that they know everything they feel that, oh, I know what these people will do. I know what they will say. I know what they will do, whatever. So, we always have some methods that are not defined. Yeah. Number two, sacking. Cast out the scorner and contention shall go out. Yea, strife and reproach shall cease. Wow. Such people must be dismissed. Now, as a young pastor, 
do not be worried when some people have to leave the church. It's better. Don't you poo-poo every day or every other day or every two days or three days. But at least something comes out. Are you able to keep all members? Some of them have to come out. And it's healthy for some of the members to go. Some members are like poo If they stay, you'll get headache. Uh, you start feeling headaches, migraines, one-sided dizziness, because they are still stuck in you. They should have come out of the church. And they are smelly members. How many sometimes when you go to the toilet, you are so glad about what has come out? Because of the smell that has come out, this is something rotten. It cannot be right. And when you look at it, you say, what? All this was in me. So there are some members. God himself has removed them. One day, we had a church member who was rich and powerful. And she said she was going to buy a cordless mic for us. We had no cordless mic in the church. And in those days, the new type of cordless mic that had come was an FM mic. It has a string. So when you speak, sometimes you can even get a radio start playing the speakers. (laughs) Suddenly, this lady who had the power to buy us the cordless mic because she was a powerful businesswoman going to Thailand, she suddenly left the church. My heart was broken as a young pastor. The Lord was encouraging. Don't worry. I will provide. Look at all the cordless mics that we are using today. Without any wires and radios coming through it. So don't be worried. Sometimes when you are young, you think that all your riches and your blessings will come from this one person. Not true. It will come from the Lord. I said it will come from the Lord. Amen. Sacking of people, either they sack themselves or you sack them. One day, when I started a church, I was a medical student. And I had also medical students as assistants. And I was a, I was a pastor. And there were a lot of nurses, nursing students in the church. And they could chat. They, they had not developed the art of silence. And I was their number one topic. And they were criticizing me in NTC. Hey! They still do. One of the lecturers was there. She was um, one of the, uh, the nurses to the pastor the church. So those times when I used to come for carnival and things, she'd be like, I have been in the church before. I, I, I've also, like, seen the light. She's actually one of the people who says, like, have you also seen the light? And they criticize, tell us that we should just 
habitually opposed. What is the meaning of habitually opposed? Forward, opposite of what? Two words. Habitually, it's a habit to be opposed. They were opposed 25 years ago and they are still opposed. That nest must be almost 50 years old. And still habitually opposed. Forward. So, I was coming to church on Sundays and trembling. And my assistant became quiet. And he used to sit. I don't know why he was sitting on the second row, not on the first. I used to sit there tall, tall and big. He was tall and big. Yeah. And when I used to come to church, I was so scared. I was so scared. Because, you know, you can sense it's spiritual when somebody criticizes you. It was like I wasn't believed and I look at him and I look at them and they're all there looking at me. And there was a certain church that had come to town and that church was preaching certain messages that people who are not called should not have churches. And that when you are not called and you do a church, you are a little fox in the vine which is spoiling the church. So they were all analyzing me whether I was a little fox that was spoiling the vine. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So every time I, I would sit in the church and it's time to preach, I want to welcome Brother Da. Now go up. I had made three suits. I wore a rotation. Gray, black, and whatever. Every Sunday. But I never used to wear suits. I don't like suits. I don't like suits. So, because of the church, to, to show that it was serious, I meant to make one. And I came with my suit and my notes with a paper. I've written all the notes and I had a clip. I clip it to the back page. But I saw that Fred Price clips his note to the back page. So, I, I clipped mine to the, the page like that. And I come and say, I'm preaching about faith. Number one, when I see the face. We were not many. About 30, 40. And my hand started to shake. Faith. Number one. I'm shaking. I'm just stood there. Look at them. They have all met and they have all discussed me. They have all analyzed me. That I am not called. People that have laid hands on to receive the Holy Spirit baptism, they were all all looking at me. I'll preach. There was a girl who used to come to sing before I preach. Then as I preach, as I've been looking at it, it's like the message is not going. I think I used to have a formula. One point one window, and one illustration. That was how I found my message. One point, one scripture, one uh, story, and one illustration. <laughs> Written, I wrote everything. This is what I will say at this time. This is what I will say. And sometimes I will preach and I will get 
Goose pimples, I'll be looking everywhere. It's quiet. I get a type of goose pimple on the left side. <laughs> it's like I'm not called. You know that you are not called. And this other church was big, mighty. Going on, they had canopies outside, and here I was in a corridor. Medical student, I, I'm insisting that I'm called. I'm insisting that I'm called. And as I preach, then all my parasympathetic stimulation of my glands, salivary glands, submandibular, sublingua, and all glands, all of them stop working. My mouth will shut down. Then, because the dryness developed midstream during the preaching, I will call, please, can I have some water? Then somebody will bring water coming from the side. Excuse me, I'll show you how it was. It comes through like this. The person will bring water like this. Move, move, move. Hey! Move. Okay. So, you, serve water. Serve water. Come and serve water. Find water and serve. And I'll be preaching. Yeah, during the preaching. Because my mouth has sat down. And she goes back. Go back. This was my prime. One of my topmost prime. Who is that? Has somebody coming? Who is he? Does he think he is? And somebody has to walk to come and give me water. During the preaching. Meanwhile, it was caused by their criticism. So then, the tension started to increase from Sunday to Saturday. So on Saturday, I started to develop diarrhea. Diarrhea every Saturday afternoon. My room was R104, medical student hostel, R104. I got diarrhea. I, I, I opened my door. The toilet was across straight. I just go across. I come. Go across. I come. I knew where I was going every Saturday. So I noticed the pattern. And I told my beloved, I think she was my, I think she was my beloved then. I told her, I said, you know, it seems that I've developed a Saturday diarrhea. And what I want to be sure, whether this is going to be for the rest of my life, because I want to be a pastor for the rest of my life. And I'm going to have diarrhea every Saturday till I die. I didn't know that diarrhea was caused by these disloyal guys. Yeah. And then one day, I was lying in my hostel, the fan. You know, every room has a fan. You know, in our time, we were only one person in the room. And the fan was going on like that. And I was standing there. And I started to hear the stories of people criticizing me. And I was looking at the fan going around. And I thought to myself, I will hang myself on this fan. And all of them, especially my assistant, when he comes and he sees me hanging, he will be very sad. And he will see that this book against me, I've killed myself. <laughs> Uh, 
the greatest size there. Look at what has happened. Then I had a dream. And in the dream, I was fighting a boxer. I was wearing red shorts. My enemy was wearing blue shorts. And I, I'm not into boxing. I don't even know where Muhammad Ali is as of today. And we were fighting. And it was that girl who used to sing before I preach. She was the other boxer when I woke up. I was lying on my medical school bed. Room R104. I had that dream. I got up. I said, ah, why? Then, as I prayed in my room, you know, for me, I tell you, God speaks to me through scriptures. He spoke to me through a scripture. He says, cast out the scorner and strife shall cease. Contention shall go up. Sack the people who don't believe in you. And I say, it is my assistant. He is the number. He is the friend of all these girls. So I called for a meeting. And the meeting was held in B block. Yeah, medical student for the B block. And we sat, I sat on the floor. I sat by the, by the, uh, uh, the back. Yeah. I said, everybody should sit down. I said, you are criticizing me. I want you to leave the church. Oh, why? They will not admit you. Why? Suarez. 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 It's a Suarez. I said, I want you to leave the church. Why? What, are, what, are, what, has, what is wrong? What is wrong? I said, go. Because you are always criticizing me. You say I'm mother. You see, if you don't rise up as a serpent, as wise as a serpent, to defend your... You see, there was a call of God in my life. It's true there were only 30 people. It's true there was nothing attractive about me. I was so lean. I was so lean. It's these days I have a small but then I was so lean. When you see me, there's nothing. One day my, my, my beloved took me, introduced me to her sister. When she looked at she looked at me up and I said, and her sister said, If that's what you want, that's what you like. If that's what you like. to kill me. I'm just beginning. That's why you see I always defend pastors. He said, this person has fallen. I said, give, leave him for me. I will never leave him for you to kill, to destroy him. You say he's fallen. You say he's down. You say he's up. Go. I put him at my back. I said, you say what? You say what? Clear away. Clear. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. You never know. You never know what somebody will become. Yeah. So I asked the guy to leave. And he left. I asked only one person to leave. But mysteriously, a whole group left. So you see now, they were connected. And the very next Sunday, the very next Sunday, he was on the stage in one of the largest churches in Accra leading worship. 
Very next Sunday. Because that church have given him inspiration with all these messages about how little foxes are spoiling the vine and all those things. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, when I cast out that scorner, somebody, where is this scorner? It's like, they don't believe in you, you see. It's not even to cast out an evil man. And somebody will look at you and say that, you, I don't know why you, are, you say you are a pastor. Real pastors, look, this is a real pastor. This is a real pastor. This is a, you are what? A cast boy. Even you couldn't be made prefect. You couldn't be made uh, uh, house prefect. You couldn't get assistant anything. You couldn't get any post. Since you were born, no post has been given to you. Hmm? Wow. But I cast him out. And from that time in 1988, when I cast out that corner, confusion, strife, contention about what I, whether I'm called, whether I'm not called. That's why I mean. I don't argue with people. I say, some people feel I'm not called. Some people feel that I don't know how to preach. I don't know. No problem. Not a problem. Just go this way. I also go this way. Abraham called Lord. He said, you are quarreling with me over the land. Find your way here. And Lord, Lord chose the green place. And God told him, go and stand up there. Look north. Look south. You know, I, uh, Lord had gone this way. God told him, look here. Look here, look here, look here. I've given you all, including where Lot went. Because if God has raised you up, no one can put you down. Amen. Amen. So I'm here to defend you, and I expect you to defend yourself. All those who say you are not called, all those who say that you are a sinner, all those who say that you are, some of you, you have sinned, yes, but you are, is that the sins of your youth? Later on, you will not be like that. Some of you, even your fall is an immunization. Certain relationship is an immunization for that relationship not to come in your life again. Yeah. Hey. Because some of you don't know how wicked people are. So God allow you to meet one wicked person. So that you will never forget till you die. And you see, the stories I'm talking about, they are 25 years old. But I remember it clearly as if it was yesterday. Yeah. Because when you experience a tempest, you never forget. So let us be very. So that's when I see people who want to spoil the church or who want to destroy pastors. I say, no, I will not let you destroy them. This young guy, you see him like that, you'll be surprised. One of our pastors. He used to make fun of us. Today he's a pastor. He used to make fun. When we started our church in London, we invited him. He said, how many members do you have? He said, nine. <laughs> let the church grow, let the church grow. And later I'll come. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet.
Number two, defend yourself against disloyal associates by teaching so that you can deliver them from deception. Amen. Most people become disloyal by, by doing what? Everybody say teaching. teaching. Say teaching. teaching. Say teaching is, necessary. teaching is necessary. Number three, defend yourself against disloyalty by transferring people. We must transfer. You must be transferred. Move around. It's disloyalty that makes you not want to move around. Even in the army, they always move. You are a commander at Bema camp. After some time, you have to move you to Tamale. Because otherwise, you gain too much control. You have too many friends in Burma camp. Before we realize, we'll be put on the radio and we'll hear. Oh no, is that the song? Is that the song that is there? And we hear an answer. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Corporal, Lance Corporal. I don't want to mention any name. Lance Copra Orangutan. <laughs> I've arrested President Mahama. And I've also arrested the Vice President. They are all secured at Cantonment's police station. I want to call on all, all forces of the Ghana Armed Forces Air Force to remain calm. Whilst we sort out in all parliamentarians to report to Nima Police Station. <laughs> All parliamentarians. That's the time you wish you had not won the election. <laughs> That's the time you wish that the, the pink sheet was counted properly. That's the time you wish that the overvoting and the biometric registration, everything was correct. All parliamentarians should report to Nima Police Station. With immediate effect. The Speaker of Parliament is reported to have crossed the Lome border, but the security forces are on high alert to capture the Speaker of Parliament and the Chief Justice. That's what happened in Ghana, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If you like, Google and ask Google to find President Rawlings' speech. Ladies and gentlemen, the ranks have taken over the country. The constitution is suspended. All parliamentarians are to report to Cantonment's police station. The president of Nooks, they announced them, their names. The president of Nooks, this and that, must report to Nima police station with immediate effect after Kennedy. And he mentioned three or four of them. Atta Kennedy, NPP, the one who wrote the book about the elephant in the bush. <laughs> yeah. The president is under arrest. Vice president under arrest. 
The ranks have taken over the country. A provisional National Defense Council has been inaugurated. Made up of number one, sergeant, so and so. Number two, flying officer. Something, something. Number three, lieutenant, so, so, and so. The ranks, you see, it was the ranks, not officers. The ranks have taken over the country. Yeah. Then the next day, then you hear announcements. You just, you just be listening to the radio, I get announcements. <laughs> Cocoa board has been dissolved. Gihok board has been dissolved. All boards have dissolved. All this and this have been dissolved. All to report to the universities have been closed. You put on the radio, universities have been closed down from the 7th of May. It was closed down. It was open the next year. So why do you go to school? So there is no school again. All students should report to Cocoa Marketing Board. We are, we are going to the uh, what do you call it? To the hinterland to carry cocoa to Accord. All students. Now you are lucky. Mobutu made all students join the army. He made all students join the army. Mobutu. Yeah, to be trained as soldiers. Mobutu says a second. Wow. Say, the chairman will address the nation tomorrow at 7 p.m. Yeah. Can you imagine it? That's what happened. And you can now that all the nine Supreme Court judges have been arrested. Yeah, that's what happened. We had judges arrested. These are all, they disappeared. That's what happened. They disappeared. Judges. Mercy. That's why in the army people are rotated. Go to Ho. The one in Ho come to Sunyane. The one in Sunyane go to Tamale. And they keep moving them around. General so and so move here. There are no more days. You have been posted here. Or you go on go and do a course in Canada. You go and do two courses in Canada. You, you and you. Course in a British, whatever, whatever, academy, military academy, they just transfer them, everybody go. <laughs> to stabilize the nation. Yeah. Once I met a guy, he had been top, top in the government. A military guy. I said, why are you so? I'm in Canada. I'm doing a course. Somebody who has finished learning, he's doing a course. But he's so powerful. He was so powerful. Yeah. He was my friend. He was so powerful. That when he, I don't know whether he fell out of favor, he has to be somewhere doing a course. Yeah. To stabilize things. <laughs> Transfers. That's why pastor, any pastor who resists being transferred, he says, he's an orangu. He's an orangu. Anybody who says, it's my church. Why are you transferring? It's your heart. Even me have been transferred from the Kodesh. Am I complaining? Or you don't recognize that the Lord has transferred me. The Lord has transferred me. And I'm flowing with it. Bishop Eddie has been transferred from the Kodesh. He's at a hotel now. 
the hotel is doing his church there. What is the big deal? Which of our churches are you going to take over? You cannot do it with a blessing. Take it from me. And we will transfer to... Maybe other people will come later who will not transfer. But as long as we are here, we will never leave you as a commander of Zunyani forever. Yeah. It's not safe. It's not safe to leave you there. Always. We have to be moving you. Even when we are short of offices. Yeah. Go for peacekeeping small and come. Go to Rwanda. Go to Lebanon. When you finish, you come back. Go and do a course. <laughs> travel, travel, travel. Wow. Do you understand how important it is to be transferred? To be flexible? Yeah. I'm teaching you all about the church. Oh. How many realize that you are learning more things about the church? Yeah. Defend yourself by marking and avoiding in Romans chapter 16 Bible says I beseech you brethren mark them that cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them mark them and what? avoid them wow 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 them and avoid them. That is why I mentioned Zurich. That's why I mentioned Maryland. That's why I mentioned a shy man. And I mentioned it. Sometimes I mention their names. I mark them and avoid them. Be careful. It's not a good spirit. Avoid it. That's all. I'm not cursing anybody. We are just saying Avoid this thing. Forward people who are habitually opposed, willfully contrary and difficult to manage. Avoid them. Mark them. And avoid them. Their spirit will poison the rest of you. And finally, number six. Defend yourself by stereotyping patterns of disloyalty. Stereotype. You know, you, 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 you describe a pattern. And when a person fits into it, you say, brother, this thing is disloyalty. Yeah. You see, that is why we have a book on loyalty and disloyalty. We have signs of disloyalty. Somebody who doesn't say amen. Somebody who doesn't smile. Someone who is not happy about whatever is happening. He's not so excited about it. Why are you not happy? Why are you not smiling anymore? That's why when those guys receive the firing squad, we ask them whether they are happy. They must be happy. If they are not happy, we are concerned. Are we not concerned? Hey. Wow. Is it amazing? Tell your neighbor, I'm becoming as wise. I'm becoming a self-defender. The next one. 